is myself i'm forever barsa okay and we, here we are we're going to start a new podcast its name is story football where we're going to show every tactical analysis of every big games of probably of EPL and uh, uh Santander Serie A and Liga 1 and obviously the big show championship like european championship so here we are with me i have goal king who is actually the host of the show and it is it's a new and mostly like we have giving it a first try it's the first podcast so sorry and if we are like like our analysis hurt some like probably there are big football fans all around over the world but we are like pretty amateur and we are going to like we want to say some facts about football which we think every of you one should know so on it to you goal king hello guys this is goal king and thanks buddy for introducing me and man we just love football and that's why because of our passion we are trying to bring, bring you some more information about the games tactical tactically as well as score lines and other stuffs and we'll trying to entertain you so we hope you love it we are going to start with our first game which was everton versus liverpool and man an exciting game and lot of controversies so always barca will tell it tell to you about it go on mate so like if you say about the liverpool versus everton game it was a derby game playing in like everton home okay so the team was pretty much dominated by liverpool as we can see possession wise and like the entire game has been dominated the what liverpool does for last two seasons so actually the controversy happened when like that was a controversial decision and an offside luck for pickford the decision was should pickford like have seen a red card like should have seen a red card and somehow pickford like he has his luck and he goes on to play the entire game and even in fact like the injury of virgil van dijk was a bit controversial and let's keep it up as as in in moment we could just keep it aside let's take let's talk about the game after van dijk the game was pretty much after when dijk was also like dominated by liverpool but the presence of van dijk everton dominated and created some chances okay so the thing happens when like liverpool is a team where you can say its entire team is has some talent and team spirit the entire team is organized but van dijk plays a main man role which we could see like absence of van dijk the difference was a bit crumbled so we could see dominic calvert lewin's phenomenal header which i don't think if van dijk would be there that could have been a goal Yeah, I analyze the game much better than me, and you are far more good analyzer than me. So, Oppi. Yeah, mate, that was a good game, but and 
man they missed chances and let's be honest pickford made some really good saves which we don't expect from him we rather expect him to make more mistakes than saves but to be honest that tackle on van dyke man where was what was pickford thinking uh, what, what? Uh, were they playing like uh, some kickboxing or what he just went on to rattle van dyke and man he has an acl injury Pickford should be banned. Had there been Liverpool fans, they would have come down on the ground and punched him on his face for what he did. And yet, he was not even cautioned. If VAR does that uh, in other matches, it means you just be offside and then the keeper will come and come on and kill you. You are not responsible for that because it was offside. Oh, wow. So, somewhere on the line, Bro, we have seen why some why decisions have been controversial in all the leagues. There have been the controversial decision by why, especially when you talk about the teams, they are most famous. Yeah, me, I totally agree. But these war decisions were controversial to the that offsides, like just Sadio Mane one. How on earth was that offside? I still can't see it offside. Exactly, oh, man. What kind of uh, specs do those referees wear my god do they even see it or not they draw the line it's on side and yet they are calling it offside <laughs> what what's going on there and even bandai was offside or not no one can confirm that because of dr calvin lewin right leg man it's it's hilarious it's 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 just unacceptable let's go on the tactical uh, side First of all, Pickford was so lucky to stay in the game, but Liverpool should have won it. They were just from the Hamas Rodriguez side. Robertson was enjoying so much uh, space because uh, Rodriguez couldn't uh, defend, couldn't track back, couldn't uh, track the run of Robertson, and so they were enjoying so much space every time. And Trent was not allowed to go forward so that they could be defensively solid. Yet. Luka Dinia got one time forward, put a ball, and Dominic Calvert-Lewin did his job, which he did so well. Now, my question is, why was I mean, why didn't was Hamas playing on the left side when uh, Carlo could have started 4-4-2? Let Hamas and uh, which he did in the second half, but let Hamas and Dominic play in the front, just in behind Dominic. other four midfielders and the other four defenders defended so there would be two man on robertson so and mane to control them and it would have been better which was better along the line we also forget, we are forgetting that fabinho yeah. oh, sorry the fabinho's header was quite brilliant okay and uh, if I you think can see that of fabinho maybe because anyone's header but that was a fabulous chance and that was a fabulous save i think it was matters now i think it was matters i will just get confused sometimes okay you, you got to confuse because both of them are quite bold in nature so you don't exactly see like who actually it's like no racism but obviously you can it's quite normal to get confused okay yeah yeah no problem. so, so now like that was a fabulous stop man 
Wow, it was a fabulous. That's what Pickford's actually saved in that game. That should. That's what should be like. We should be talking about a big. Like, he got away with two things. One that save uh, that he should have made in Jonder Henderson's goal, which was disallowed, by the way, but he should have. And second was Van Dyke. So yeah, Van Dyke two two. The score was two two, which was unfair on Liverpool. Yeah, I can like pretty sure they dominated the game and they should have won. That's quite natural. But the defensively, they was ex- they were exposed, and that somewhere along the line we could see Liverpool, and they have quite big matches up. So in absence of Van Dijk, Liverpool could get a bit off track while like facing European somewhere down the line they will get. Now moving on to our next match, which was Man City versus Arsenal, and man, that was not as attractive as we thought of it. <laughs> it was a bit more defensive, so but like yeah, somewhere Pep Guardiola managed to win. That's a good thing. Yeah, and man, somewhere Pep Guardiola make their place defend, which they weren't doing for almost more than a season. Obviously, we tell about like the teachers are always teachers, <laughs> so you can't always like manage victory over teachers. Okay. He was the trainer, not the teacher, because he Arteta has worked under Arsene Wenger, has played under Arsene Wenger, and he has yeah. learned a lot from him too. So he has inherited that from many coaches. So yeah, but yeah, Art, Art, one thing I didn't understand: why did Arteta not play Lacazette and play Willian as a false number nine? What was he trying to prove that I am your best uh, student to Pep Guardiola? I also overthink like you to <laughs> outclass you. I just outclassed myself. What? What? I mean, look, Pep did what he should have done against Leon. He played Kyle Walker as a right CB. He could track the run of uh, Aubameyang, and he didn't get spaces. But what? And Ruben Diaz was solid. Ake uh, managed Pepe so well. But uh, and City was. But Arsenal had chances. Ederson has to come up with some good saves. So did Leno. But uh, overall, that was not much in that game. But just I want to question Arteta: Why on earth are you playing Willian as when he is very good winger instead of Lacazette? I just want to know that answer. And he started saying, "We know he could play there. What? He's he needs to be a striker. He has to run in behind, not come uh, back and take the ball because that's what City wants. No one to run in behind because Aubameyang was just." Took out of the game by Kyle Walker, and he was just taken out. And uh, yeah, Nathan Ake just took care of Nicola Pepe. Pepe. But what? And Willian was nowhere to be seen because the, he was nullified because of the position he played, and so was their midfield because it was so passive. They were too deep sometimes, depending. No, this is the best time to play City because they are most fragile defensively. And yet, you try to sit back and play on the counter. No, take 
care of the position and try to go on to them okay they can hit you on the counter but when they didn't have kdb yeah they didn't take advantage mm-hmm. i was disappointed a bit but nothing else because he proved himself he proved to pep that he was a student by overthinking <laughs> <laughs> that was take of pep now attend wants to master it that <laughs> that's quite when you talk about tactics like all tactics are aren't effective every time but yeah atleta is a good manager he's proving a very like he's proving arsenal yeah. to be side now okay because yeah, yeah, i agree hmm. so somewhere along the line we should give atleta some chance okay and now he has signed a beast from yeah thomas park so like he played the but i guess he didn't play the full game Nah, it was just eight minutes, mate, and I mm. just thought he should have come a bit more earlier or not. But that's not uh, the game. Or, but first of all, it was more defensive game. Both teams defended very well, and but something. Now but Arsenal needed to attack more. Why was the Why were they so passive? Like, if you say defensively, why Pep? is now defending that's a good sign for city as well because no, city, city defended well because they were not attacked let's be honest arsenal never tried to get on to uh, with them but yeah let's be honest city tried to control it too so give credit to pep also no problem but he has to do that he has spent 400 million pounds on defense 400 million and yet we sit on a ucl champions league yeah. that's something we'll talk about next podcast okay so buddy goal king so this was my first podcast with you and i really enjoyed it hope so our viewers and so our listeners will also enjoy the same podcast and uh, we will make sure that we upload some more podcasts in the upcoming games and the upcoming big games of yes. the champions league and the europa leagues as well so we'll come up with more Uh, so it's up to you so, now so we'll come up with more episodes on more games and we hope you enjoy it and if you enjoy it please support us thank you and bye 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 bye